Could tackling or overcoming an obstacle in your life become the basis or foundation of a successful, sustainable business? It happens more often than you think. Come on inside and learn more. It's time for the Becoming a Profitable CEO podcast, and it's all about providing you with the tools to succeed on this ever-evolving business building journey. My mission is to make sure you know you are not alone, that it is possible, and that you, yes, you can do this. You matter. The world is a better place for having you in it, and your voice is needed. I'm Teresa Cleveland, and I believe that we can all make a difference and that having a successful online business is one of the best ways to do that. Let's get to it. Hey, I'm so happy you're joining us today. Thanks so much for being here. My guest today is Carla McCoy, and as you'll soon find out, her joy, her passion, her exuberance is infused in everything that she does. She's also a client of mine, and I think you'll quickly see why I enjoy working with her so much. I'm continually impressed by the way that she shows up in the world, the way that she shares her brilliance, and even more so, she inspires me to show up and be the best that I can be in what whatever I do. As I've had the privilege of watching her grow her business, I'm struck by our ability to take our own experiences and our own struggles and create something that is so much bigger than ourselves. And as I look around and talk with more and more female online business owners, there is typically that thread that so many of us have done just that. As we come up against different things in life, as we master or overcome these things, we tend to look around to say, oh my goodness, who can I help? How can this help someone else? Years ago, I started to notice a pattern. As I would go through things in my life and challenges would come up and I would work my way through them. Inevitably, within a few weeks, a few months, even a year, I would cross paths with someone who could benefit from the struggle that I went through. And that's personally and professionally by sharing my experience. And in some small way, it would make their journey easier, or it would at least let them know that you can get to the other side of it, that there was light on the other side of the tunnel, that they were not alone. And as I began to realize that as challenges would come up as they continue to do in life, it would help me when I would remember that, hey, you can get through this and you're probably going to meet someone pretty soon who is going to need to know what you're learning here. So I want to encourage you to either put more of you and your life into your business and how you help the people that you help to support them. Or if there's that idea in the back of your head of something that you've been going through and you think, oh my goodness, I could help someone with this. Trust that feeling. Do some research. And I'm not talking about just Googling and everything else. Yes, that's good. But go out and talk with people and find out about the people who are having that same struggle and how you might be able to help them. And as I said to Carla in this interview, it doesn't matter whether there's 500 million people out there doing it already. There are people who are only going to be able to hear it from you because your experience, because of the way that you got through it and the way that you talk about it is going to speak directly to them. I know for me as an online business development strategist, coach, consultant, people describe me or call me a variety of things. There's only a bazillion other people online doing this 
this thing. And while that's true and the number keeps growing, I've been out here in the online world for over 12 years now. There are some people I'm their cup of tea and there's other people that I'm not. And that's okay. What's important is that we all continue to show up and do the thing that we can do so that all those many people out there who are looking for it, who need it, are able to find it. I honestly don't believe that it's about competition out there. I believe it's about speaking up, about showing up, using our voice, and helping other humans take their next best step on this journey. So again, if there's something in the back of your mind that's back there and it keeps coming up, that maybe, just maybe you can do this and help someone else in some way, you're having those thoughts for a reason. So go ahead, do some research, talk to some people and find out how you can pursue that. And you're welcome to reach out to me anytime. I'm happy to talk through that idea with you and point you in the right direction to research or build that out. You can schedule a time for us to talk by going to the purposefulceo.com forward slash chat, C-H-A-T. All right, let me tell you a few things about Carla and then we'll jump into the interview. Carla McCoy is the founder and CEO of Savvy Tusker Fitness. Fueled by her own weight loss and fitness journey, Carla discovered her passion to encourage other women to begin and maintain their health and well-being journey. This discovery led to her receiving her certification as a fitness instructor and to create her signature program, 30 Pounds Down. Let's listen in. Carla, thanks so much for being here today. I so enjoy talking with you every time we get together. How are you doing today? I am wonderful, and thank you for having me. I do, too. I definitely agree. We have fun. (laughs) All right, then. Well, let's share with everybody. Let's start here. Your business is Savvy Tusker Fitness, and your website is SavvyTusker.com. Correct. Mm -hmm. So you've been in business now, like, Part-time for five years now. Yes, part-time for five years. Um, 2015 is when I, I call it my official, you know, start year um, when I started to really focus on helping other women who had goals to be healthy and fit. Can you share, because I know, and I was just so touched with it, like what brought you here to that place where you're like, this is what I want to do? Oh, wow. So it started actually with my own health and wellness. I I can't even remember what year, but it was definitely 2008, nine, maybe I found myself gaining weight. That was just it. I was slowly gaining weight and I started to feel it walking up the stairs. I could tell that my health was being affected. And the funny thing is that I knew it was happening, you know, like month after month, But at some point, something was like, you know, stop. It is time to do something now. You know, this is not going to change unless you change it. I say that my reason, you know, we give ourselves so many excuses for not taking initiative. You know, I think my reason was, you know, I'm working. I really don't have time to go to the gym. I have the family. But then it was like, no, you have to stop making excuses and you have to do something. And so 2009, 10, I decided to really focus on weight loss for myself. And that just started the ball rolling. (laughs) I did it. And it was like, okay, there's no stopping me now. I love that when we conquer something or we achieve something, you know, we do, especially if it's within us anyway, once we achieve that, we're like, okay, if I can do this, anybody can do this. So let me see who I can help do this right? Absolutely. And that was the thing. I did it. I lost 30 pounds. It was hard work. It was challenging, but I felt so good about myself and I wanted to 
to help other people. I just wanted to help my family members who I knew had struggled. I wanted to help my friends. I knew I wanted to share it with people who had that same desire. Not long after I lost that weight, I started training to become a personal fitness trainer and the rest is history. Right. And what I really like is that as we've talked about this over time, it's been that it's not just the weight, though. I like that you said you, the way you felt like you didn't say like, I just stepped in front of the mirror one day, right? Because we all have those right. days where, you know, right. we realize we're avoiding the mirror or whatever. Right. But I like that you said that the way you were feeling, right, going up the stairs and all yes. of that. And I know with your family history and everything else that it's more so than the weight, it is the health aspect. Absolutely. To be totally honest, for me, I truly felt a sense of fear. I was walking up the stairs one day and, you know, I think it was like 20 flights to get from the bottom of the house to the living area in this apartment building. And when I got to the top, I was panting. And so I thought back to my grandmother who had died of heart disease, who had suffered with high blood pressure. And this lady was not overweight. You know, she was average build. It made me say, you know what? What the heck? Okay, Carla, what's going on inside your body that you can't see? And I put on extra pounds and it was like, you know what? It's time to start now. It's just time. It's time to start just slowly. And so that's what I did. And and yes, it was how I was feeling. It wasn't just me looking in the mirror and not being happy. It was my body telling me you're too young for this. Right. So we're going to get into some more of that in a minute. But let's talk first then about as you've been on this journey, you said that you then started pursuing becoming a personal trainer. And so between where you were then, because like you said, you were working and doing these other things, right? Mm -hmm. So between there and here, can you share like one of the things in your journey that helped you up level your game or you just knew that you needed to make a shift in your business? Absolutely. So once I decided that I definitely wanted to be a personal trainer, I just had this strong desire to help everybody. You know, oh my God, if a woman, if a friend, if someone knew somebody, if they referred them, I wanted to help everybody. I wanted everybody to come because for one, I love the sisterhood. I love the togetherness and motivating and inspiring women together as a group. I just think that feels so good and it just made me feel good inside. And so I just wanted to do it just with everybody. But I realized that I could not. I realized that I'm just one person. There's this thing where I know self-care is important. We can't take up care of everybody and have ourselves lacking in some way. There were points in in my career as a teacher and then working this business part-time where I would just be worn out. I would just be worn out and I knew I needed some help. I knew I needed to come up with a way to do this easier. I knew it it has to be a way for me to do this, to really live out this dream of being a personal trainer because I love it so much. But at the same time, taking care of myself, the shift for me was reaching out for help and support and hiring a coach. I wish I had gotten that coaching a long, long time ago. And so, yeah, that was the shift. Me realizing that there can be easier ways to make this business happen for me so that I can reach those women because that's the part that makes me so happy while at the same time creating a successful business. Thank you for that. That's so touching. I did not know that was going to be your It's the truth. It is the truth. It was the best thing I did. Well, thank you. I love working with you. I love the way that you show up for people because as you were talking about how they inspire the community and you love being part of that and inspiring others, I also know that I get the text from you where you're inspired by them. Yes. 
right? <laughs> that you celebrate and rejoice as much for them as if it's happening to you personally. You were so invested in this. I really, I really love it because I know the struggle. So many of us women, and of course, being unhealthy as far as your weight is concerned is not just a female thing. It is a, it's a human thing. But of course, I work with women. So I'm going to talk about women, but I understand them. That's why it connects with me so much because I know that as women, we have so many things on our plate. It's so easy to wake up one day and get on the scale and you're 20 pounds overweight. And in the back of your mind, you knew, you knew last year, but you put it off because we have so many things to do. And so that's why when I see women who have a goal and they're just, you know, chipping away, I tell them, you know, it doesn't matter if you lose one pound or one ounce, we're going to chip away, you know, we're going to help you reach your goal. It makes me so happy because I know what it's going to do for them later. When you achieve your goal, oh my God, I know what that feels like. And so that's why I'm right. really happy because I know I'm a part of that. And that just brings me satisfaction. It does. And you've talked before about how much of a gift it is to you to be able to be part of that. It is definitely a gift. I've asked myself, you know, Carla, wow, why is this so special to you? Why do you put so much time? Why do you stay up late nights and you're figuring out, you know, what's the next challenge? I think it's because I love people for one. I grew up with sisters. I'm the oldest of three girls. And so I just know that when you have a sisterhood, when you have a support system, you can get through anything when your support system is truly on your side. And so that's what I try to provide in my programs. You know, you're going to have a sisterhood. And it's almost like you can have these women from different walks of life. Sometimes there are women who don't even know each other. But when you come together for a common goal, it's almost like you become sisters. It's like you become like, okay, we're teammates. Even though we don't know each other, we're teammates because we're all rooting for and pushing and saying, hey, you got this. You know, this week wasn't great, but guess what? It's going to be okay. You know, go harder next time. We got you. And it just makes me feel good. I see it in your Facebook community, but let's talk about that as women out here. And I think about, I know you work with a lot of professionals, teachers, nurses, you know, people that are out there on the job all day. Let's talk specifically about online business owners because, you know, I'm not going to lie. Here's my bowl for my ice cream. (laughs) So, you know, it's so easy for us to sit here at our desk and be so consumed with everything that we're doing that we just do whatever's easy and we don't take the time for our own self-care. So what are some tips that you can share for those of us who are at the desk and, you know, and obviously it's good for people that are out in the offices and everything else. You know, I have a heart for female online business owners, you know, that are just out here, just that supporting one another and helping us grow. So if you can share some tips that would help us and and be more mindful, because let's think about that, right? It starts there. It definitely does, Teresa. And the mindfulness is where it starts. Like you said, I have found myself thinking, wow, Carla, you've been sitting here at this desk for two and a half, three straight hours. You need to get up and walk. You need to go in there and drink a glass of water. I get it because I am also an online business professional. And so the tips that I would say is to really prioritize the way we prioritize everything else. Those are the words and the conversation I had to have with myself. You know, it's that positive self-talk. It's like, Carla, okay, you are a personal trainer and you tell people how to be healthy and fit, get up and go <laughs> away from this computer. Take a walk outside. Right, walk your talk. Yes, take a walk outside, 
get some fresh air, get some sunlight, get some vitamin D. Because I realize how easy it is for us as online entrepreneurs. We work from this computer. That's what we do. When I'm planning out challenges, when I'm putting together programs, when I'm putting together the social media, whatever it takes to help the business run smooth, it can be time consuming. And so when it becomes time consuming, we put ourselves at the lower end of the list. You know, we make lists. We make lists. We are like the queens of lists. I have to do this, this, and this. And then we are down at the bottom. But I have to tell myself, okay, schedule in my time for me. Even if it's just 30 minutes to, you know, get a healthy snack, have a couple of glasses of water, walk around. There are times where I'll just say, you know what? I'm going to go get on a treadmill in a 10 minute increment, you know, just to move my legs. So yeah, I would definitely say be mindful. That's the very first thing. Be mindful and prioritize. And with that, I really like that you said 10 minutes, right? Start somewhere. Yes. It's just starting somewhere. And to your point, once we're mindful about it, schedule. When you said schedule it, I'm thinking because I, as many lists as I make, I will sit down on my computer and I get into analyzing things and everything else. And I'll think, oh, I'm just going to do this one thing. And I next thing I know, I look up and it's two and a half hours later. Exactly. So what I have done just what you know, through us working together is I will set timers. Yes. At first, it just felt so silly, right? Like, oh, go get a drink mm-hmm. or whatever. But putting that in there, because we don't, I don't think we do it intentionally. No, we don't. We sit here and put ourselves We last. do not. Make yourself a priority. Yes. I know even in business, I've done that. In working with clients and everything else, I always let my business get pushed to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then I flip that around. So the first 15 minutes of my workday, I do something in my business. Yes. That that gets my mind running around that, and then I can move into other things. As you were talking about that, that's what I was thinking. So in the same regard, make yourself a priority. Put those things. Create the alarms that'll go off Absolutely. on your phone because not everybody, you know, not everybody has a Fitbit. Right. The thing is, you have to ask yourself: Can we really serve others in a capacity that is going to be beneficial to them if we are not taking care of ourselves? Can I really give my all to my clients if I'm tired? And that goes into another tip that I would say, rest. It's so Mm. important. Eight hours of sleep. You know, research says people are getting like four or five hours of sleep. That's not enough. That's me. Some days. That's not enough. And then imagine you do your four hours of sleep or your five hours of sleep. You get up, you start it all over again. Your day, if you're not eating healthy, if you're not moving, if you're not being mindful, if you're not getting up and just, you know, reaching to the sky, you know, doing just a sun salutation, every Every day for a year or two. That's unhealthy. Our body is made to move. You know, we should keep it active, at least in a moderate fashion. And going back to what you said, what you repeated, what I said about the 10 minute increments, 10, 15 minutes a day exercise is moderate. If you could do that three or four times per week, that's good exercise. That's starting somewhere. So yeah, be mindful, get good sleep, rest. I have a feeling I know what your third point is going to be. It's move your body uh, because definitely. Just, and I see you out there doing it and I don't want to move sometimes right <laughs> <laughs> so just some things that maybe we can do at our desk or you know as we get up to walk around because I know walking's you know that at least that's something yes. but you know something that we can really get the heart moving a little bit absolutely you know as women you and I we know and I hope most women know that heart disease is the number one killer of women in America and 
Of course, that doesn't have to do just with exercise. Some of it could be hereditary. But before I talk about the exercise, I want to say it's all about being proactive. We can have these hereditary diseases in our family, just like me. You know, me knowing that my grandmother died of heart disease and heart attack. Several of her sons had heart, heart attacks. So as a descendant of her, what I can do is, no, I can't change my DNA, but I can be proactive by moving it, you know, getting that heart rate up, you know, doing some exercises. Am I saying it's going to stop me fr from happening to me? I pray it does, but I can't guarantee that. But what I can do is I can get up and I can exercise as often as I am able to. And for as long as I can throughout my life, because for one, it feels good. I was thinking quality of life, if nothing else. Yes. And there are so many things, Teresa, that we can do in the comfort of our home. You know, all of my program is home-based. My clients don't have to leave home if they don't want to. You know, you could say, okay, I'm going to stand up from my desk and I'm going to do 20 jumping jacks and I'm going to sit down. Because guess what? I know that's going to have me panting, you know? I know it's going <laughs> to have me like, rude child, you know? And so guess what? Jumping jacks is a plyometric exercise. It's going to get the heart rate up because you're jumping. You can just start there. You can say, okay, you know, I have some very small weights under my desk. These are three or five pounds. I'm going to get those and I'm going to do some bicep curls. And that's your strength training, you know, because as research says, once again, as we get older, we need to strengthen our muscles. We need to do exercises that are going to help those muscles live longer, if that makes sense. You know, we get softer as we get older. And so the more that we incorporate a little bit of strength training into our exercise regimen, it actually helps our heart too. It helps prevent or at least the curve isn't as big. So things like that are just good for us. You know, we need to move our bodies. That's just it. Just point blank. The thing too that I love about exercise is that once you start, it just releases these endorphins, right? You just start to feel so good about yourself and you'll say, well, wow, you know what? That three pounds, you know, I think I can step up to five. I think I can do more. Mm. And that's what it gives you. It gives you this feeling of, wow, if I can do that, I can do a tad bit more. Of course, not to injure yourself or not to say, oh, well, my goal is to pick up a 20 pound weight, but no, just to push yourself just a tad bit. And especially when you have someone who's guiding you, having the guidance of a coach to say, okay, this is good for you for now. Let's just keep it here. We're not trying to turn you into superwoman. We just want you to be healthy. We want you to get active. We want you to tone up. Hey, that's it. Thank you for that. I know you're putting together a checklist for online business owners and other people who are stuck at their desk, you know, for long periods of time. We'll be sure and put the link to that in the show notes Absolutely. as soon as that's ready. Yes. So let's talk about, because I know this is part of that is the snacks prep. It goes back to mindset prepping for it. So I know a lot of people will prep at the beginning of the week, like mm -hmm. a Sunday night and all of that. That's not my style, mm -hmm. but at least when I go to the grocery store, I can get things that I can make through the week. So what are some good snacks that power snacks that people can have with them so that we're not reaching for that peanut butter sandwich or yes. that Snickers bar. So I like to call myself the snacks queen because I know as a working woman, it is so hard sometimes to even decide what you want to cook, much less, okay, am I going to cook? Yes. Like, it's like, you know, you get off work. It's like, you know what? I don't even think I want to cook today. And so I put together a list of great snacks that are nutritious. They, I call them power snacks. They are the micro macronutrients. You have your protein, you have your carbs, you have your healthy fats. When we snack or when we're buying our snacks, we should make sure that we have protein because that helps build muscle. It helps us 
us feel full longer. We have to have carbs. Some people think that, oh, you know, I'm not eating those carbs, girl, because you know those carbs, they will put weight on your hips. No, you need your carbs. That's for your energy. It is the type of carb that's important. You want to eat complex carb instead of those refined, you know, lots of cakes and chips and potatoes that are fried, things like that. No, you want to limit those things. But you do want to eat your veggies and your fruits. In the area of fats, avocado. Yes, your healthy fats. I love guacamole. And mm -hmm. oh my God, one of my favorite snacks are these little tostitos. You know, they have the guacamole at the bottom, these little tortilla chips at the top. You know, that's mm -hmm. just something desk. That's a dipping snack. But because it has avocado in it, hey, there you go. There's your healthy fat. Uh, boiled eggs. You could boil a couple of eggs that morning, have your coffee, eat one egg for breakfast, have another for lunch. That's a protein and a fat. For midday even. I like to have a boiled egg made midday. Liam even yes, likes those. Absolutely. There you go. Absolutely. Those are easy snacks. Cheese sticks. You know, you could just have some cheese sticks right there on your desk. Easy. A yogurt nuts. drink. Mm -hmm. Nuts. Absolutely. A packet of nuts. Um, like some walnuts or some pistachios. And then also there are lots of, I mean, like there are some people who love salty, crunchy, mm -hmm. and there are some people who like sweet. Well, guess what? You can actually have healthy things in both of those areas. It's all about the choices. I like salty, crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried to choose like veggie chips, things that are made of hummus and things like that. Um, So there are healthy options out there. It's just all about doing our research, deciding to be healthy in our choices because it's all about a decision. You can have some peanut butter right there on your desk with a spoon and every now and then, you know, dip your spoon in there, have your protein. Right. right. Throw an apple yeah. in there and we're good to go. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's a way. It's just about us deciding that we want to make the choice to eat healthier and to get moving. You know, Carla, what I really appreciate is that you are not hardcore because, you know, there's enough hardcore programs out there. Not that you don't push people because you definitely do that. I see, <laughs> I see the people that you work with and what they're, you know, where they're going. But I like that you are just not hardcore because what strikes me is that you meet people where they are. Yes. And hardcore is not where everybody's going to be able to start. That's right. Or if they do, they're going to feel they're going to fail and Absolutely. then they're going to feel even worse about themselves. So I like that you mentioned about the uh, Tostitos with the guacamole because I know some people would be like, oh my God, what? What? Uh, She's told us to eat you know, obviously it's moderation, right? You're not eating the whole bag. You're not eating it every day. Exactly. Because right? I love when you share sometimes when you just, you know, you're having one of those days and you just go grab a, a donut. Right. I have, thank you. I have, listen, we are humans and I tell my clients all the time, girl, if you want the donut, eat the donut. <laughs> Because this is the thing, if you are on a journey to lose weight, to get fit, whatever it is, one donut is not going to set you back. If you have been consistent, if you are doing more of the good things, one donut is not going to kill you. So guess what? Carla will have a donut when she wants a donut. And I'll tell you <laughs> what, Teresa, I'm so glad that you mentioned what you just said about not being hardcore, because I like to think of it like this. You know, in our, in business, in coaching, everybody's not for everybody. You have to find a coach that aligns with what what your needs are, what you're trying to achieve. I chose you because there was something about you I felt could provide what I needed for my business. I am not the person that's for you if you want to look like superwoman, muscle woman. 
And that is okay. My personality isn't to train hardcore. Yes, I'm going to push you. And yes, I'm going to challenge you. But there is a trainer for that. I am there mm-hmm. for those women who are at the beginning of their weight loss or fitness journey. Now, when you if you get to a point, you say, whoa, girl, I've lost this 30 pounds. Now I am ready to get these muscles. I'm ready to do the IFC, IFFCC, put on my bikini and go out here and show them a 12 pack. Then I would happily refer you to a friend that I know can help you with that. And so, yes, I am that trainer that is for those women who are, are, are struggling at the beginning. They're like, okay, I need someone. Help me with this journey. Help me get started. Help me. I am there for those women who are just at the beginning of their journey. They may feel like, you know what? Now it's the time for me to do something to improve my health. Now it's the time for me to lose this weight. And I need some guidance. I need some support. I don't need someone who's going to make me feel bad about it. I need a sister who's going to say, okay, girl, guess what? You can have the donut this week. You can have one donut. But after this donut, we get back on it. That's the coach that I am. So yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for mentioning that. The other thing that you do so well is you build community. Yes. You do a really good job of that, of fostering that feeling of belonging amongst people. And you just last night, you had uh, your Spill the Tea Tuesday. (laughs) People just show up and it's so interesting to me how we don't care. We just say what we say. Yeah. Right. (laughs) We just, we just get in the conversation because you make it okay to do that. And, you know, something else I wanted to mention is that I've seen women in your program from all different sizes, they make progress and they just keep building on that. Yes. The community is awesome. And the whole goal of the community was to build a group of women who felt they had a safe place. Because when you start in your weight loss journey at the beginning, it can be intimidating to share that with people. It can be intimidating to say, yeah, I need to lose X amount of pounds or I don't like myself or when I look in the mirror, I'm not happy. And so I wanted to make sure that my community allowed women to feel safe and that they could trust me. And that comes from sharing. That comes from sharing. That comes from hearing someone else's story and seeing that their story is similar to yours. That comes from hearing my story and knowing that I'm not different from you. You know, back in 2009, I was not happy with myself. And so I want to inspire women and let them know that, hey, you have someone who's on your team and the women in this group We're all in this together. There is no shame. There is nothing but self. There is love there. And so, yeah, I'm I'm really happy with the group. And of course, the group started out really slow, but I'm just I'm I'm loving where it's going, because like you said, the Spill the Tea Tuesdays are are super awesome. And what I love about it is that I'm seeing women opening up and not being afraid to just be themselves. And I think that because the group is mostly middle-aged women, you know, we are at that point in life and, you know, middle-aged is like, you know what, I'm ready to just uncover, you know, I'm ready to uncover and, and just peel back the layers. And it's great when you can have a great group of women who understands that because we have a lot of layers. <laughs> Share the name of your group. And of course, we'll put that link in here too. The group name is Savvy Sisters. Mind, body, and soul. Mind, body, and soul, when people click on that, I want them to see, or if they do a search and they see Savvy Sisters, Mind, Body, and Soul, I just wanted them to know that this group is all about being whole, you know, because it's one thing to lose weight and say, oh, yeah, girl, I got it going on. Hey, that is wonderful. But this group isn't just about 
that. It's about connecting in our heart, connecting here, because to me, it all goes together, you know, and happiness should be all over whether or not you are 200 pounds, 300 pounds. I feel like if you're 300 pounds and you're happy with yourself, then guess what, girl? High five, sister. You know, if you're 180, if you're 125, I think it all is connected. And so, yes, that group, I absolutely love it. I love the women that are in there. I love the sharing. And Spill the Tea is fun, but it's also, it's kind of like cathartic in a way for me. You know, just having the opportunity to have conversations about things that can be hard and difficult. I I love it. And something we haven't touched on is your daughter, Kia, is in there with you. Yes. And you guys do that together. So it's so funny to watch you, the way you two interact sometimes. (laughs) But I love the perspective that she brings to it as well. How old is she? My daughter's 26. And so it's so great. You're absolutely right. She's 26 and I'm 44 and we are a lot alike, but then we're a lot different. And so I just love that we get to do this together because she does fitness with me as well. And so, yeah, we make it fun. She gives me a different perspective because sometimes she's like, Ma, you know, your thoughts are old. (laughs) And I'm like, hold up, girl. I ain't that old. But we have a lot of fun. And at the end of of all of our sessions, you know, the main thing is that we want to make every woman that's in the live feel like, hey, you're our sister. And that if you need us for anything when it comes to not just weight loss, if you need a conversation, if you need someone to talk to, we are here for you. Girl, I told you that we're trying to save everybody. We just want to be, <laughs> we want to be the sister to everybody on earth. <laughs> everybody oh come. My <laughs> And it comes through so much. And I know you're even during and after the lives, like your DMs and your phone is blown up with people like, help me. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. You know, last night's live, Spill the Tea, it was about transformation. Teresa and my daughter, of course, we have a conversation about our lives, you know, before we go on the live, you know, what are what's our topic tonight and why we're going to talk about that subject. Transformation is tough. And we were having a conversation about why is transformation so hard? We had this great live. The the live was awesome. And it was like a 22, 23 minute live. Before we could get off the live, I had a woman in Illinois. She was not my Facebook friend, but her message, I want to join for the April session. And I'm like, okay, well, wow, great. Thank you. I think I asked like who referred you or how, you know, do we know each other? And she is friends with one of my clients. So it was, a re- well, my client had posted, you know, some of her progress. And of course, this client has lost 13 pounds in seven weeks. And so this lady said, I'm seeing the progress and I need it in my life right now. And she said that this was a blessing. She was like, you just don't know that this is what I need right now. And that just made me feel so awesome. You know, it just made me feel so good. So good. To have that gift and to be able to share it with someone else is so tremendous. That feels really good. I can't wait to work with her. I I was like, you know, I'm going to send you an email. I just can't wait to work with her because I feel like whenever you're struggling, you need somebody there to support you. I don't like pain and I don't like to see other people in pain. I can't wait to get her going. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's another thing that you're very good about is the accountability because we have a tendency to think of accountability as like somebody almost in a negative way, right? Mm -hmm. That person who's just going to like nag at you or whatever. 
the way that you show up and provide accountability is just so encouraging and human. Thank you. I think that adults, we don't need people to tell us what to do. And what I mean by that is when you're talking to adults, you have to remember that they are adults. That's why I would never be the trainer who is the, give me 20, you can do more. I could never do that because I feel like when someone has a desire to improve at some point in their life, if there's a strong desire there, they really just need someone to nudge them. They just really need someone to, to tap them and say, hey, don't forget your water. That's what I do with my clients. You know, in the morning, the message could be, hey, girl, have an awesome workout day. I don't have to say, don't forget to watch your videos. (laughs) They have the videos. A nudge. And I promise, oh, my God, it is just amazing that those simple words, just being a friend through it, it really, really is is amazing. You don't have to be a bulldog. I could never, it's not my personality. And you can still get good results because people need you to be understanding, but they don't need you to hound them. Now, if I get to a point, I have had some clients where I'm like, okay, she's going to be my student who I have to up the ante just a little bit. <laughs> but even the way I do that, I try to do it in a very respectful way because I want them to think on their own. I want them to realize on their own, like, okay, Carla's calling. She asked me a certain question and guess what? That question, it was all I needed to do. I just needed that question. If you question them and probe them the right way, they'll do what they know they need to do. You're an encourager. I tell you all the time, you just bring this sunshine and the love pours out of you. Like people- Thank you. People can't interact with you and walk away feeling bad. It's just not possible. Thank you. I love what I do. I do. Your signature program is 30 pounds down. We'll definitely put a link to that because that's coming open again here in the middle of March. Yes, absolutely. I know you have a five-day challenge coming up that will kick that off and that'll be a lot of fun. We'll put those links in the show notes as well as the link to your Facebook group so everyone can be notified when those go live. All right. Well, that sound means it's time for our mixed bag of questions. So generally, I ask people if they've ever worked with a coach. And well, yes, because we work together. It's always interesting to me what really helps them because being on the other side of it, it's not always what we think, right? And I'm sure you've experienced Uh that as well. And I think also that's why you are so coachable and why I enjoy working with you. Like before we even get off our calls, you're like implementing things. So that is awesome. And I think though, because you see the value in it, because you know the value that you bring. Yes. So what is one of the things that is the most helpful for you in coaching? One of the things that's the most helpful for me in coaching is truly giving me tasks. I need those. I need a coach who's going to tell me what I need to do. And that's it. I'm a big girl. My clients are big girls. And that's the same approach that I use with them. Here are your list of tasks to do for this week or for this day. I think that it's just like being a teacher. A coach is a teacher. We tell our students what we need for them to do in order to be successful. That works for me. Tell me what I need to do to be successful. And that way, if I'm not successful, I'll know that it was on me. It was not on my coach. That is how I train with my clients. They knew from day one that there are certain things that they're going to do for me, which is actually for them. And when they do those things and provide me certain things for accountability, I'm like, okay, I know you're going to be successful because you're doing the things. And I like to always 
at the end go and say, okay, let's see, did you do these things? Because I need for you to, with me, look, look at what you did. And also, guess what? Look at what you did not do. You know, so I think that that is definitely what works for me. My coach giving me tasks. I think that's what coaching is all about. If I was with a coach that did not give me tasks, I would think that there's something wrong. I think it's along with those tasks is why they're important. Yes, right? why because, they are important. Absolutely. Yes, because a lot of times we hear things and not just like with what you and I do together, but, you know, I see it even like within what you do. We hear a lot of things about weight loss, right? Yes. And it's like, well, why do I need to do that? If we don't know the importance or the reason that we're doing something, yes. we don't know how it's going to affect us if we do don't do that. Absolutely. That is absolutely the truth. There was actually a time where I did not tell a client why I wanted her to do something. And like maybe a week later, she wanted clarification after I brought it up again. And I said, oh my God, I apologize. I didn't tell you why. And when she was like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad you told me that because I didn't know. And it, I was, it was, it was a moment for me, a learning, you know, cause we're not perfect as coaches. You know, we can be like, okay, do this, do this, and do this, and forget some things too. And so I was so happy when she told me, you know, that that helped her understand and that, okay, wow, I see why I need to do this now. I was like, oh my God, I could have told her that. I don't know why I didn't tell her why. We need to know things. We need to know why these things are going to help us. And that is very true because when we explain why is something is important, then it's like, it helps them prioritize. Yes. Because we don't know what we don't know, which is why we got the coach to begin with. That's true. We don't know what we don't know. All right. Well, next up, let me ask, other than your bottom line, what is the most important number in your business? The numbers that are the most important to me in my business, other than my bottom line, of course, is the number of women who leave a group program, who leave a group quarter, when a majority of those women feel like the program has really changed their life. When more than 50% of those women say, wow, I'm coming back, I'm coming for you know the next session, that's what makes me feel happy about my business. That's Those are the numbers that really put a smile on my face. Because of course you want them to lose weight, but sometimes success isn't always about the amount of weight that is lost on the scale. I've had clients who specifically told me that their struggle with food, becoming an adult and not realizing that growing up all their life, they had not been taught about healthy eating, that snacks and junk food was dinner, and to now be 40 years old and trying to relearn basically how to be healthy. And those women not lose a bunch of pounds, but they gain something else. They gain a new sense of what real good nutrition is. Those numbers really tug at my heart. You know, those numbers tug at my heart because I know that what I'm providing to them is going to last them for the rest of their life. They're going to leave with something that is invaluable. They're going to teach their kids to eat healthier. And so those generational curses, if you would accept that, that they inherited can stop with their kids. Oh my goodness. That is so powerful. Very powerful. Okay. Next question is one of our would you rather questions, which I love. Would you rather spend the rest of your life with a sailboat as your home or an RV as your home? And look, after this pandemic and everything else, just the waves, the sun, the smell of the salty air, the open road in front, it all sounds good. (laughs) 
So, but would you rather uh, spend the rest of your life with a sailboat as your home or an RV? Definitely choosing an RV. I like the beach, but I don't want to go out there in the ocean, not too far away from the shore. (laughs) And I have this dream of just visiting so many places in the United States. Like I want to go to Colorado. I love landscapes. I love seeing mountains and things like that. And so an RV would be perfect for just a a road trip. All right. I love the beach too. And I never really thought about that, about that part of it, right? Being on the ocean. Right. Yeah, (laughs) I can pick up my stuff and go get in my RV. Exactly. Okay, I have a question from a previous guest who said that she would like me to ask a future guest one mistake that you made that you wish that you could go back and fix. And after you made that mistake, how did you course correct for the future? A mistake that I've made that I wish I could go back and course correct. I don't know if it was a mistake, but I just wish I had started this way earlier. I wish I had started working on my business in a very meaningful way. Not to say that it wasn't meaningful. I did what I knew, you know, I didn't know what I didn't know. You know, I didn't know that, yes, I can grow my business. Yes, this business can be what I want it to be. I wish I had known these things earlier. If I had known these things earlier, oh my God, by now it was just, I would probably have a thousand women. (laughs) The impact is... So great. But that's just it. We don't know what we don't know. Right. So to just to tag onto that, what what was going on that you that made you decide like now? Like now is the time I really need to do this. The thing that made me decide to really be more passionate in the business side of my business was really just me working my butt off trying to figure out how to do it on my own. Feeling like I had all the little pieces, but I didn't know how to fit them together. I was doing a lot of little things that I realize now are actually connected to the big things that are happening now, but I was just doing them on a very small scale. It was like I had it, but I didn't have it. It's like, you know what you need to do, but you don't know how you need to do it to make it pop, if that makes sense. I was doing social media on my own. I did the website on my own. I knew I needed a program. I wrote the program on my own, but it was like, okay, I've done these things, but there's something missing. So something was missing and I knew I needed to reach out to someone who had done this many times, someone who was very fluent in building a business. I had the vision, but I didn't know how to implement it myself. Thank you for sharing that because I think that so many of us have been in that place. I look back myself and I think, oh my goodness. And, you know, we don't want to beat ourselves up, but when in reflecting, you know, there are times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, what if I had done that then? Yes. Right. And, and so we always, I think we can always reflect on those things. Mm-hmm. And we know, as you know, everything works out the way that it's supposed to. But I think sometimes for a lot of people that I've talked with, it's that they even reach a business where your, your reaction was, okay, I need to hire somebody to help me. Yes. Whereas I think a lot of people who throw in the towel, they they don't realize that, right? That somebody is out there that can help them. Absolutely. That, you know, it's just, oh, they hit that wall and they think, well, 
it's not meant for me. Right. Right. Just acknowledging like we don't know every, we can't know everything. We can't know right? everything. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely a lot, somebody out there, whatever you need, there's somebody out there who can help you with it. Right. Absolutely. We are here to serve others. And you just said, you know, there was a point where you felt like, wow, I wish I had known this. And I said, I wish I had known this. And so I have thought about, okay, since I'm saying, I wish I had known this, there's someone else right now who would probably benefit from someone who knows it now. We can help those people. So we're still serving because we can help the people who are there. I mean, if they just, if they reach out, if they find a way to find people who can help. Me as a coach with weight loss, there are people who probably gave up last month. You know, I'm, I'm done. I've, I've stepped on the scale. I've, I haven't lost anything. You know what? I don't know how to do this, but there is someone who can help you. And that's where we as business owners, I always get really fired up about it because if we have the knowledge or the know-how that we can help somebody do that, like how dare we not? Yes. Right. How dare we sit back here and wring our hands and all of this? It's like, step up, be heard, use your voice because there is somebody out there who needs what you have and can only hear it the way that you're saying it. So it doesn't matter if there's 550,000 business coaches or fitness coaches or weight loss coaches. Like there are people who are going to be able to hear it only the way that you're saying it. Exactly. And that is the blessing in what we do. We are here to serve. And like you said, if I'm not serving, then I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing because someone needs Carla. There is someone who needs me. And so when I hear women say, wow, thank you. That's when I, it feels good because you know, ah, oh, yes, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And look at this. I, I did it. I helped someone. That's what we're here to do. As coaches, we're here to serve people. We're here to God because there are so many people who need that thing that we have. I mean, look at me. I needed, this has taken stress off of my life. It has. It's like, wow, someone who knows these things. And it goes back to the tasks. I tell my clients certain tasks to do. No, I don't expect them to know everything, but you have to do the things because when you leave me, I want you to know the things still. I still want you to be like, okay, Carla showed me how to do this, that, and that. So it's like you're getting resources that stay with you for a lifetime when you hire a coach. Yes. And what I've seen in working with you when you talk about the stress that it's taken off of you, I've seen you grow with what you know is possible for you in your business and where you want to take this. And I attribute that a lot of that to the fact that you're not in there just carrying all that around, like, what do I do next? And all of your energy and attention isn't focused on trying to figure it out. Yes. You're actually able to go and do and be creative and show up for your audience in a way that they're just responding to so, so much. Absolutely. All right. Well, last but certainly not least, what is a question that you would like for me to ask a future guest? I would like you to ask a future guest. Simple. When was the last time you gave yourself some self-care? That's it. I wouldn't expect anything different from you, my friend. (laughs) Thank you so much for showing up today and sharing your brilliance with everyone listening. You are definitely a gift. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Becoming a Profitable CEO. 
I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, let's continue the conversation. Head on over to our Facebook group at thepurposefulceo.com forward slash Facebook and share your take on today's episode. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.